Welcome everybody to episode 133 of Podcateers. This week we talk about what we did to close out 2016. We realize Javier doesn't know anybody's name. The old mine train through nature's wonderland finally gets a home. Carrie Fisher's untimely passing and how it affected the Disney community. And we ask the question, what happens to the latest Star Wars trilogy? All of that and a bunch of other stuff as we recorded this episode on the day that the Tower of Terror at Disney's California Adventure was getting ready to drop into another dimension for the last time. A few videos, images, and comments about things that we talk about in this episode are available at podcateers.com slash 133. Head on over, check those out. While you're there, make sure to sign up for our free birthday shout-out list and maybe even check out the gear section. You can also find us by searching for Podcateers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and on YouTube. Please go and follow us, subscribe, and like us on all of those networks. We appreciate the follows. Before we start the episode, I just want to send a quick shout-out to all of our fairy godparents. Since Podcateers is partially supported by listeners just like you, we truly appreciate the additional support on Patreon to help keep the podcast running on a weekly basis. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month or even with a one-time contribution. For more information, just head on over to patreon.com slash or go to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo. Additional support for Podcateers is provided by Amazon. The next time you plan on making a purchase on Amazon, please head on over to podcateers.com slash Amazon first and use the big Amazon button before you make your purchase. Trust me, this isn't going to cost you anything extra except for maybe a few seconds of your time, but it will give us a small commission as a thank you from Amazon because you used our link. So to everyone that's already using that link, we just want to send a big thank you to all of you. Uh, We really appreciate the added support. All right, that's going to wrap it up for me. Thanks for listening, everyone. Here is episode 133 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. That's what a chicken would sound like singing the the New Year song. Oh, see, this whole time I thought you were... Uh, singing Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic, oh, no, no. I don't want to take your song away from you, man. Yeah, don't do that, man. That's all I got. How was your New Year's? Hasn't started yet. Okay. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> How was your New Year's Eve celebration? Oh, oh, oh good question. Good question. <laughs> it was good, man. It was good. Yeah? Did you guys go out and party? No. <laughs> of course not. I have a bedtime. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did. Uh, we, yeah, we decided to stay home this year. We didn't really do too much. We did end up having are our you parents sure? Because I knocked while. and knocked and knocked and knocked. I was here, man. Oh, were you? Oh, you know what? I heard something, but I just thought it was the pipes, man. (laughs) Uh, Our parents came over for a little while, and we had a chance to have dinner with them. We went over to Lynette's parents' house for a little while. Mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, last year, obviously, we sat down and watched the the Dickies New Year's Eve thingy with uh, Ryan Seacrest and Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. You, that you're thing. gonna get it right when you're one day I I'll swear. get it right. One day I I'll get swear. it right. Why isn't it just changed to Ryan Seacrest? Because it's Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, but Ryan Seacrest is alive. Ryan Seacrest <laughs> didn't start the show. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just trying to keep the memory alive. <laughs> Of Dick Clark. Yeah, disrespectful. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I mean, it's not called the Jay Leno Tonight Show. It's Jimmy Fallon now. But it wasn't Jay Leno's show before that. Uh, yeah. It was the Tonight no. Show with Jay Leno, mm-hmm. and now it's the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Is it, though? Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> well, that's right. You have a bedtime, too, right? <laughs> I Just do. like Mario? Oh, okay, my God. Okay, gotcha. I fell asleep uh, like a 10. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> no. That's horrible. <laughs> No, it's wonderful. I, I lasted at least till ten fifteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last year we saw you know all the performances. We we saw Mariah Carey. I defended her last year, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, because she sounded like she was sick. You guys were like, "Nah, she sounds horrible." Yeah, and you I know mean, she did though. After an entire year, she gets to come back. She and redeemed herself. She, she gets to redeem herself. <laughs> And unfortunately, she has another bad performance. What do you mean? What happened? Uh, you know what? It was just it just looked like it was riddled with problems. Like she's it looked sick like again? she couldn't hear. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was sick, but uh, you know, uh-huh. people have their opinions about her, and uh-huh. uh, it just looked like it was bad from the very beginning. Like she kept pointing at her earpiece, like she couldn't hear the music, and yeah. You know, when you're on stage, uh, I guess you need the earpiece to be able to hear the music because over the people and over the echo, you can't right. always hear what Absolutely. you're singing to. Correct. And I don't think she could hear. Mm-hmm. So there was one song that she was supposed to start singing, like one of her number one hits. And all the people in the audience are singing the song. And she's like, just, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, but wait, she wasn't wait, wait. actually singing. Was her mic on? Her mic was on. So she, you could hear her humming yeah. or whatever noise she's making. You could hear making. her doing that stuff, and the music track is going in the no. background. And you could tell she's having issues. Like She's like pointing to her earpiece. Yeah. She's like taking it out, trying to like get to the music. Yeah. And after a while, she just gives up. She's like, yeah, y'all, this song was number one. And like <laughs> we took it there. It's like, okay, something's as, obviously As her song wrong, is right? still playing. As her though. song is still oh playing. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. So, so I guess what ended up happening was maybe I don't know the story. Like by now, probably more is out. I don't need to keep up with it. So I don't care. I was watching this live, which is the only reason I know it was happening. Yeah. I guess by the second song, they just decided, you know what? Let's just throw up the full track. She could just lip sync to it. If, she, if, her, if her earpiece isn't working, let's just throw the track. Oh, She'll oh, hear it on the speakers, sense. right? It makes sense, makes right? Makes sense. Pop singers nowadays, that's what they do. Yeah, it's exactly. the norm. Exactly. But pop singers make an effort to make it look like you're singing the song. <laughs> that's the problem. And so she starts singing. I felt bad, dude. Yeah. Like you could see the frustration on her face. And she takes the microphone away and she's still singing. You could clearly tell that now she's lip syncing. At yeah. least at the beginning, it was kind of like, okay, well, now she's singing the song. Now she's good. They keep cutting to people in the audience singing the song, rocking <laughs> out to it. And then you could tell that she was just so frustrated. Yeah. So what happened? I mean. Well, at the end, she just got so frustrated. It, it was one of those mic drop moments where she said something along the Mid-song. lines. Of like It was close to the end of the song, but close enough that it looked like she just gave up. And yeah. she's like, you know what? I've had worse performances, y'all. And she just like <laughs> walked away, dude. Maybe, maybe she needed a bio break. You know? She needed to go pee-pee. 
<laughs> I doubt that's what it was. No, that's exactly what it is. I mean, <laughs> I love how he's all like, "Oh, he needs a bio break." <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, I- I'm undecided here. Okay, I have no idea if Mariah Carey is doing this to herself on purpose now because uh-huh. she knows it's the only thing that's keeping her on social networks Ooh, and on the media. I like where you're going. Botching performances here. Yes. Okay? New York wasn't the only thing that dropped the ball on New Year's Eve. Okay, it was definitely right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So every year is just going to get worse and yeah. worse. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it's like she is the ball. That's <laughs> <laughs> sad. Uh, yeah, I, I, she's definitely doing her own purpose. Oh man, see, I haven't been watching TMZ, yeah. so I don't know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to hear something crazy that I learned this last year? You know the building that holds the ball for mm-hmm. New Year's. Mm-hmm. Sure. Did mm-hmm. you know that that building is completely vacant? No, Safe I don't believe visit. that because who raises the ball to drop it? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I guess Lehman Brothers uh, owns the building right now, and the address for the building is one times square. And so year round, I've never been to New York, so I, you know, I, I don't know about this. I really only know about the New Year's ball on New Year's Eve. Right. But I guess it's on display the entire year. It just sits on top of the building. Really? And yeah, there's. I like, had no idea. There's a mechanism that they've rigged up and everything, but the entire structure, like every single floor, is vacant. The only actual business that's in that building is on the first floor. It's a Walgreens right on the street. Get out of here. Everything else it's in the weird. building is completely vacant, and they only use it to drop the ball for New Year's. So when they bought the building, instead of making money from all of the businesses that were on each floor, that's when they decided, man, let's just throw up a bunch of these screens and advertise because it's such a, like a prominent spot in the middle of Times Square that they just make all of their money from the advertisements. Wow. And it's millions of dollars that they make yearly off of these so ads. They just have a big billboard. Pretty much. In front That's of the all building. It is. That's all it is. We need to do that. Write I, it I down. I refuse to believe this building only functions for a minute a year. <laughs> you know what? That's going in my notes. Well, it doesn't like function that. for a minute a year. Like I said, it's got advertisements all over it, so it's functioning all year. I guess. It's also a pharmacy. So, yeah, I thought it was. It's one of those, like, random facts that you end up learning. I just... needed to know this one, though. I know you did. Thank you. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys get anything good for Christmas? Oh, yeah, man. I got tons of cool stuff. Like? Like? Like uh, Google Home. Oh, Nice. What's a Google Home? It's like Amazon's Echo, but Google's version of it. Is that the one like a, it looks like an air freshener for your table? Yes. <laughs> like it, a little hockey puck? Yeah. No, it <laughs> no. doesn't it look Google like Google Home does look like a Glade plug-in. It looks like a Glade <laughs> like, plug-in, yeah. You <laughs> it twist is. it and, oh, it smells so good. Like, it, sadly, it smells it, like Christmas. Sadly, it doesn't. I should get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been able to do with it? Honestly, like I'm just using all like the small stuff. It connects to my Google Chromecast. So I'll just broadcast stuff from YouTube there or um, Google Play Music. Like, it's my alarm clock, obviously, in the morning. It sets all the things I have to do don't for the day. Don't say obviously. How am I supposed to know this? Oh, you guys don't have? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, mine just says Glade. <laughs> as, all right, catch as, up then. As Javier would say, we poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's it, cool, man. It plays a uh, podcast for me on Wednesdays. Oh, does it? Right really? in the morning. That's awesome. Wow. You're like, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> but no, man, it's pretty fun. How does the Google Assistant work on it? Is it better than on the phone? Oh, that's right. You have an iPhone. It's true. I do. Eh. Does it work well, though? It does, actually. It actually can hear you pretty clearly. Like, I can be like a room across, and let's say I need to add something to my shopping list. It actually hears it pretty well. Hmm. Uh, at regular tone, or do you raise your voice? No, it's at regular tone. 
Get yeah. out of here. So oh, does it have cool. some sort of feature of voice recognition or whoever speaks to it? No, it's whoever's speaking to it, yeah. Okay. I think it's like your phone. Like if you just throw out the OK Google. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm sure. How many people's phones went off? I know, that's what I'm wondering. I'm just wondering, how many people's phones went off? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's it's regular. I saw a commercial for it. Uh, I thought it was just pretty cool. It was like a dad and a daughter. They were like reading, uh, they were doing homework mm-hmm. or something. And he's like, what sound does uh, a whale make? And then it goes and it shows you the sound that the whale makes. I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think of how much the home is being automated now. Because even my kids... Uh, my older son is learning how to spell right now. He's mm-hmm. learning to read. He's learning how to spell. But they've both caught on to the fact that if you hit the little microphone button on their tablets, they can just ask Google what uh, to look for. Yeah. And it finds it for them, especially if they're on YouTube. They just click the microphone button and they say whatever they want to find. And right. like, it's so funny watching my three-year-old hit the microphone. He's like... Google, find Paw Patrol. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, like, there's all these Paw Patrol videos on YouTube that he's watching. So it's kind of cool how much we are going into that space of automating your home. But it's a little scary, too, you know, because if somebody hacks it and they're listening to everything that you're saying, they oh, could, see, it's potentially a microphone why you gotta that go people there? could be listening. It's true. Why you got to put that in my head? I don't want nobody knowing that I'm listening to NSYNC right now. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody knows that you're knows listening that. to <laughs> When you're driving down the street and you're blasting it, trust me, the fact that the windows are up doesn't mean we can't hear it, Javier. But I like it. I know some people that have the Amazon Echo and uh, even the Dot works really well, but I had never seen the home before. Which I got to say, I was very much more entertained by the Amazon Echo Dot. So, you know, like it's it's already got all the Easter eggs built in. You know, you tell Google to tell you a joke, it'll tell you a joke. Um, same thing works with the Amazon Echo Dot. But Is, is it funny, though? Yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're dad jokes. You guys dad appreciate jokes. them. Dad jokes, okay. yeah. yeah. But but here's my favorite one. Next time you do this, get a chance, okay? Ask uh, Alexa, the Amazon Echo Dot, to sing you a song. Oh, does it do it? They actually wrote a song for her to perform with like guitar and drums and everything. No, no way. Like she'll start it off with, "Who me? No, I can't possibly." All right, hit it, and then she <laughs> sings the whole song. Are these like Easter eggs that you're telling everybody, or what? yeah, they're Easter eggs. Yeah? yeah, that's cool. I'm sure there's a video on YouTube of that happening. I'll try to look for one, and if there is one, I'll put it in the blog post for the episode. So podcasters.com/slash/133 if you guys want to check that out. Uh, it's it's cool, man. They're the AI that's coming into these products is scary. Just, I know it's kind of marvelous <laughs> though. I read an article recently and I want to say that it was Google's translator. They were talking about how Google does translations. And if you've ever seen Google translate, it's an awesome application because mm-hmm. you can talk right into your phone and any device that you have. And if you're abroad, it will instantly translate what you said for who you're talking to mm-hmm. and vice versa. If they talk into your phone, it will directly translate it so for you to listen to what they just said. It's almost instant. It's mm. so cool. Yep. So the AI I was reading has gotten to the point where it's so sophisticated that it's basically teaching itself. That's scary. The way that it was described was, okay, so we basically told the AI how to translate English to Japanese. Mm-hmm. And we also told it how to uh, translate English to Korean. But now the AI is learning how to translate Japanese to Korean on its own. Mm-hmm. It's Whoa. like, I think they're calling it zero shot translation. No. It's so cool. No, it's not, <laughs> man. It's amazing. It's There's so cool. dozens of movies about this, man. It's the, the end of the world. 
<laughs> I already told you. I, for one, welcome our robotic overlords. Not me, man. I'm going gun blazing. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I'm like right now thinking of The Walking Dead, and I'm going to have a, what is what is that bow gun that that dude has? Uh, mayonnaise hair, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> mayonnaise hair? <laughs> I don't know his name. You mean Daryl? Daryl. Yes. <laughs> Way to give hair tips and tricks. I, I can I can already see Daryl going. What'd you call me? <laughs> I actually just started watching The Walking Dead. Uh, I don't know if people. Nobody names calls him Mayday's hair though. That's his name. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere. Yeah, just like Blind Ninja, right? <laughs> <laughs> How do you even watch stuff? You don't pay attention. <laughs> okay, look, Mayday's hair. That's me right there. When this AI takes over. You'll be fine. See, we're all worried about zombies. No, it's these artificial intelligent robots are going to be taking over. That's where we're going. No, we're fine, dude. No. You'll be okay. Trust me. Nope. They're, the machines are thinking on their own. Before we know, they're going to have feelings. And once they have feelings, they're going to be mad because I'm asking it for things that doesn't want me to pop up. Just like in that, that movie with... Um... Who was in it? The the guy like falls in love with his computer or something. It was Oh yeah, with uh, Black Widow and Do you know anyone's names? Yeah. I walked the line. What's his name? That's not his name. Walk the line and Joaquin Black Widow. Phoenix? Yes. That's what I said. And then Scarjo? <laughs> Ka? No. Oh wait. You can call her Ka, but I can't call her Black Widow. He called her her real I, name. I well, he called, didn't call her real well, name. Well, I called her Scarjo. That's close enough. <laughs> no, that is not close enough. <laughs> okay. You're thinking about Scar- the movie Johansson. <laughs> You're thinking about the movie Her. Oh, is that what uh, it's called? There her? it is. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're afraid of? That's exactly what I'm afraid of. You're going to fall in love with the computer? No, she's going to fall in love with me. Okay. Mm. I can't handle that. Okay. You know what's going to fall in love with me? Are my AI refrigerator. I'm always... It's like, Javier, <laughs> I haven't seen you come in for a donut today. <laughs> you refrigerate your donuts? <laughs> Whoa. I like to keep them longer. <laughs> you haven't come in for a sandwich today, Javier. <laughs> Do you not love me anymore? Do you not love the food that I keep cold for you? And then the oven's over there complaining. <laughs> Aren't you going to heat up something in me today, buddy? Hey, get over here. Turn me on. <laughs> that is the way to get your oven to fall in love with you. Yes. Oh, man. Let's move away from this disturbing I know, topic. right? <laughs> All right, back to you. Javier, your... you're making it creepy, man. Back to uh, uh, robots taking over the world. <laughs> no, they're not going to take over the world. That's cool, man. Uh, I've always wanted to get one of the two. Uh, like I said, I know some people that have the Echo and that have the Dot. I had not seen the Home Live, but next time I come over, I'm definitely going to want to play with it just to see what it what else it does mm-hmm. i know it can play music and all that right mm-hmm. it's basically google's assistant correct from the phone yep it's basically what it is all right cool sweet man. Cool. does apple have their own version of those little glade scented candles i don't think so but i think they're probably going to create some kind of siri integrated thing i bet like yeah. maybe apple tv will just have siri in it or does it already I don't think it does, but if we know anything about Apple's products like that and it's Siri integrated, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> and we'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure Mario will let us know how wonderful this is. Siri, connect to Bluetooth. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Apple does not connect to Bluetooth. I'm sorry, they suck. <laughs> it's freaking Bluetooth. Like, how hard is it to understand that? I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things that Siri should be able to do that cannot do, and and one of them is Bluetooth. Upsetting. And one of them yeah. tell a joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, what about you, Javier? What did you get? Uh, for Christmas? Um, I actually found a meme that perfectly describes what I got. Fat. I got fat for Christmas. <laughs> uh, I think I got the same thing. Oh, good. <laughs> I good. think I got the same thing. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say that I gained all of it back, but mm-hmm. I'm very slowly creeping up on about one third of what I lost. And that's mm. scary to me mm. because after everything that I went through, as long as I've gone without having it in this last month and a half, man, just with Thanksgiving and yeah, Christmas brutal, and all man. the goodies. Dude, it's been so hard. Mm. Every day there's been holiday cookies at work and <laughs> goodies and like pizza almost every day. So it's been difficult. Pizza almost every pizza day? Pizza almost every day, man. It's been Dang. cool but messed up all at the same mm. time. So this year I've decided, like many others, uh, you know, people make New Year's resolutions to go out and, you know, lose weight and eat healthier. Yeah. I've decided to say, forget about that. <laughs> because I know I'm going to break it anyway. You're like, you know what? I don't feel like lying to myself. Yeah. No, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like you put all this pressure on yourself. And I think that because of the pressure that you put on, you might be more likely to fail. That might just be me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other people work like that. But I don't think I've ever fully seen a resolution through. Mm. You know, like halfway through the year, you're like, oh, man, that look, that cake looks good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just kind of break it. So instead of setting that up, I just I'm going to continue to try to make some of those life changes that I made before. Mm. Uh, there's been a lot of things in the last six months, especially that have played a part in me not being able to continue what I was doing from getting hurt to all sorts of other stuff. But I think it's time, you know, to jump back on that bandwagon and. Just start making healthier choices again. Mm. Not not a resolution, right. healthier choices. I, I got you. But just, you know, try it's, to get back on that bandwagon. It's again. all in the wording, man. Yeah. 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 So instead of saying, I'm going to lose weight, just say, I'm not going to get fatter. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yes. Well said. Well said. That is, that is a great way to say it. I like but it. If I can lose a little bit more in the process, that'd be great. That would be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll say that I, I'm covered with that answer as well. Because, you know, I got pretty much the same thing. Have you nice. Heard? Santa loves us. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, I actually got a chance to do something that's been on my bucket list for a really long time. What's and that? That was to work on a rose parade float. Who puts that on a bucket list? You have no idea, man. Yours is I've... weird. Like, mine is like going to prison. <laughs> 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 but... I can make that happen. <laughs> uh, saving a life. Oh, uh, yeah, that's on mine, too. But doing that, it's the weirdest bucket list. I don't, dude, I don't know, man. Just when we were growing up, the Rose Parade was just one of those traditions where we would go over to our aunt and uncle's house and we would party all night. Like the party started like the night before. This isn't the Super Bowl, man. Like, no, trust me, dude. Like it was always this huge production. It, like, it started like the 30th. Bled into the 31st, Yeah, partied all night. It went straight into New Year's Day. And yeah. while we were sitting there eating menudo, we would watch the Rose Parade, <laughs> tamales or something, right? Sure. And it just, it was this tradition that we always had. You're like, yeah, Rosas. That's exactly I, how we said it. Sure, I yeah. didn't ever say that. But I did enjoy it. And every year the floats got like cooler and cooler. Like the design got better. They got bigger. And I always thought to myself, like, man, it'd be really cool to be able to work on one of these. 
my my original goal was to one day design one. And mm-hmm. I just said, eh, I don't want to design one anymore. As long as I get to work on one, I'll be cool with it, right? <laughs> so uh, this year, City of Hope actually had a lot of volunteers from the organization go out and help with the float like they always do. Nice. Last year, I didn't know. Well, last year, I found out, but I found out too late, and I wasn't able to go. Or they just didn't tell you. Yeah. No, I didn't know about <laughs> Don't it. Don't tell that Hazen guy. Yeah, maybe that's what they said. <laughs> but this year I was able to uh, find out on time and I signed up for it and I got a chance to go. And it was really cool, man. I didn't know that they were all built of fiberglass because when you're watching the parade, they're like, it's all flowers. And it's all like, how do they keep these things together? Like mm-hmm. in my head, I just kept thinking like, man, all those branches are going to fall halfway down Colorado. <laughs> That's but, a dork. Yeah, well, I didn't know. But now I've kind of seen how the sausage is made. And uh-huh. so now I know that the entire float is made of fiberglass. And what they do is they paint out the areas that are going to be a specific type of flower, mm-hmm. a specific type of color. And so it's not chicken fences and all that stuff? It could be underneath the fiberglass. Oh, okay. It, it could be underneath the fiberglass. I don't know exactly how they structure it mm-hmm. because um, I'm not a part of that process. But uh, it is fiberglass that's painted. Uh, when we got there, it was crazy, man, because there was just hundreds of people like just cutting up flowers. When I first got there, they don't immediately assign you to go work on the float. Like you got to do some grunt work, right? You got to mm-hmm. earn your way to working on the float. Yeah. Right? So what they do is they tell you, here's some scissors, here's some flowers, get a cut in. And so they gave me these <laughs> branches that were probably about 16 inches long, about the size of like long stem roses. But at the very end of those stems were these tiny, tiny purple flowers. And they would tell you like, okay, squeeze on the ends of the branches and then use the scissors to only cut off the purple part of the flower. No green, just the purple. And so we sat there for hours and in two hours, like 60 people were cutting these little purple flowers and we barely collected enough to kind of fill up a five gallon bucket. Like you guys are like slow. Dude, it's crazy. You should have been fired. No, trust me. That was fast. Okay? That was actually considered fast. Oh, I can only imagine. So then they take these cut flowers and they run them through a blender and Mm -hmm. they create like a fine powder. So as soon as they have this like powder, they they put it and they distribute it in smaller little containers and buckets and they give you like a piece of cardboard and a little spatula, a bucket of glue, and if you've earned the right to go decorate the float, Uh-oh. you get a chance to walk up and then uh, whatever color you're designated, you brush on some of the glue and you use a little spatula to basically toss on the powder. So hold on a second. You don't just staple flower petals on this thing? It depends on what you're working on. So there are there are some portions of it where they take entire pieces of flowers or they take entire plants. And, yes, they do glue them on or staple them on. But not everything is like that. It's so like a kindergarten project. Kind of. <laughs> a really giant kindergarten project. It's a project. giant kindergarten project. It's, it's actually really cool. It was a nice experience. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy because when you look at some of them on TV – you look at them and you think there's no way that that's flowers because it looks so smooth. Right. Like, how is that mm-hmm. even the case? And uh, I remember my friend Amanda was working on the sign that said City of Hope Duarte. And it was a bunch of lentils. Like, she was literally gluing one wow. lentil at a time to wow. spell out wow. the words on that sign. 
And when you see everything up close, you realize that it's a bunch of like beans, like pinto beans. What? Or like, yeah, this it's isn't like the beans, beans parade. Well, it all... <laughs> the tournament it of lentils parade. <laughs> It's, it's some kind of vegetation, right, that right. they use in order to create these floats. Sure. And, I mean, we were in the same pavilion with some of the, like, the major floats that were a part of this year's parade. Um, uh, we were in the same pavilion that had the Rotary Club's float, which was, like, this huge dragon. Trader Joe's float was in the same one that we were in, the Kiwanis one, uh, Union Bank, and the American Heart Association, wow. which had, like, this giant piano or something. Um the Cal Poly University one uh, was the one that was being created by Cal Poly Pomona and Pomona. San Luis Obispo. What's up? Pomona. Um, that's where I went to school. Guys, but... That's where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, the, the Cal Poly Pomona one was one of the ones I was looking most forward to seeing as part of the parade because it was the first time ever that they were animating the float in such nice. a way that had never been done before. Really? So you always see the floats and they have movement, you know, mm-hmm. things are spinning, like, you know, if somebody's drinking a glass of milk, whatever, right? They semi-animate them, right? Mm-hmm. Their float oh, great. was... See? More AIs. No, no, no. It wasn't AI. <laughs> uh, what it was, and this, I was so sad when this didn't happen on TV because you know how they cut away as as it's kind of leaving the that little portion of the street that they're filming? They go mm-hmm. on to the next uh, float. The, what they did was their main it was a, a series of chameleons and the main chameleon that was the largest one on the float they had rigged it with over like 5,000 uh, robotic like pieces so that it literally changed color in the middle of the parade Ooh. so it Whoa. went from yellow flowers to orange flowers That's during awesome. the parade sequence wow. but I don't know if they couldn't get it to work when it was actually on TV I was watching it on KTLA and I, I don't know if it happened later on or if they have, like, video of it happening later. But that was the concept that all these engineering students had put together this float that for the first time ever was going to color shift right in the middle of the parade. Oh, man. And it, no joke, it was the one I was looking the most forward to seeing, and it didn't happen. I was like, uh, here it is. Here it is. This is awesome. Okay, what happened? Where's it go? Okay, uh, no, guys, no, go back to the float. <laughs> and I searched Instagram, I searched Facebook, and nobody posted a video of it. Oh, man. Maybe later somebody yeah. will have a video if it actually happens. But I, I think they're going to be on display for mm-hmm. another day or two. They usually are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But because the Rose Parade actually fell on a Monday, it fell on the 2nd. I don't know if they're going to be on display for much longer because the Rose Parade is never on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And New Year's, they actually fell on a Sunday this year. So, right. Uh, Stupid New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> if it, they are on display, uh, I'm going to check to see if they actually have that mechanism working mm. because I really want to see the color shift. Yeah, happen, that sounds cool. Right? But engineering students, man. Yeah, love it. Tell happen. me about it. Pomona. <laughs> <laughs> P-Town. P-Town. I don't think anybody ever calls it that. <laughs> Nobody's called it that. Especially not educated people like Cal Poly Pomona. <laughs> Nobody calls it that, Javier. For growing up there, you sure don't know much about it. <laughs> I don't remember seeing any Disney floats this year, though. Really? I, I wasn't paying attention to the entire parade. Like, as soon as I saw the City of Hope float, I was you like, yeah, I worked on that. <laughs> and then, and then uh, that went by. No, I didn't turn it off. It was playing in the background, but I don't remember seeing or hearing that Disney had a presence in this year's parade. Hmm. 
they're it, too busy with Star Wars. They're too busy with Star Wars land. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like their floats are phenomenal. I can't remember the last time I saw a Rose Parade, but the last time I saw Disney on it, they really go all out. You know what? The, Disney didn't actually have a float, but it the presence of Disney was there uh, in two ways. One, and I guess it's not really Disney for this one because it just, I mean, it's a general story, but... Uh, Sierra Madre actually put together a float with teacups and mice that were spinning. Oh, nice. It looked very Alice in Wonderland. Very cool. Enough to the point where they had children dressed as Alice along the sides of the float. Very nice. But the one that probably was coolest, again, didn't get to see this live, and I would have loved to have seen this happen, was the city of Downey had a working roller coaster on their float. Really? With somebody sitting in the roller coaster. And they talked about it now, while the talking about make a uh, roller coaster made out of toothpicks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, no way would I try to get on that thing. <laughs> there was metal structure to it because it it had to be safe. Sounds it's like cheating. Just, no, well, I mean, I guess it kind of is because it's supposed to all be made of twigs and plants. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I said, fiberglass, metal. Right. They, they do have to build a structure. Sure. Some way. And because they're getting so much more elaborate and so much bigger and longer, this year broke like two records, like the heaviest float and the longest float in parade history. So you have to build some kind of structure to it. Feel bad for the tires. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you use like semi, <laughs> you know, semi tires. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the city of Downey had this working roller coaster that was very familiar and kind of looked like an homage to Big Thunder Mountain. Really? Like if you look hmm. closely, it kind of looked like Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> so uh, I'll try to find a picture of it. I'll throw it up in the blog post, podcuteers.com slash 133, if you guys want to check it out. Hopefully I find one. I'm like saying like, I'm, right. like I know one exists. Right. But well, we just that go to Downey cool. and find it. wonder if well, they, for legal reasons, they call it like Thunder Mountain. Small, no. Small they, lightning <laughs> hill. It was something <laughs> like small <laughs> lightning hill. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, it was. It wasn't called that. I'm trying to remember what it was called, uh, but I'm telling you, dude. If you saw a picture of it, it looks so much like a like a little tiny Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> I really wish I would have seen the roller coaster on that one because it would have just been like, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a cool way for me to just end the year, you know, because. 2016 was just kind of filled with a lot of heartache and there was a lot of good that happened in 2016 but so much bad happened that it kind of overshadowed a lot of the good i mean you just got to try to take these like little victories you know and and just be happy about them you know uh because i mean for instance to end the year you know a lot of disney fans were kind of throwing a couple of other blows when uh, we found out that Carrie Fisher passed away. Oh, right. Right. You know, and uh, not long after, uh, Disney legend Tyrus Wong passed away right. as well. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll talk about Tyrus Wong a little bit more in an upcoming episode. But, you know, Carrie Fisher, I think, was kind of a blow to a lot of people because when Disney bought out the rights to the Star Wars universe, all of a sudden, a bunch of people that weren't Star Wars fans also became Star Wars fans, kind of, you know, pivoting through Disney. That's what happened to me. George Lucas got the boot. I'm on board now. Really? Kind of. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was I was uh, expecting great things now with Disney taking over. Well, I saw what they did with The Force Awakens, and I think it was much better than what they did with Episodes 1, 2, and 3. I know I'm not alone in saying that. Absolutely. I, I'm not the first person to say that. Obviously, right. more hardcore Star Wars fans have felt like that for years now. 
especially with George Lucas's trend of going back and trying to fix movies and, you know, altering them and taking that charm away from the movies that people actually fell in love with when they first watched them. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Carrie Fisher passing away uh, spawned so many posts and memes. And uh, I mean, there was even a lightsaber vigil yeah. at downtown Disney that right. I thought was so heartwarming. Oh, didn't we post something? We did post it. Yeah. Uh, we were lucky enough to see that there was a couple of Wait, people. did you go? I didn't go. Oh, I, I was thought it was your when photograph. It happened. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, I was working when it happened. But uh, there was a couple of people that posted it on Instagram. Mm. And uh, I asked if I could repost it. They said yes. Oh, cool. We also ended up retweeting uh, a couple of periscopes that some people were doing from the vigil oh, that nice. day. And it was really nice, man, just seeing so many people get together. You know, the really sad thing is that one day after Carrie Fisher passed away, so did her mother, Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, that's right. You know, so that family is just, I can't even imagine what they're going through right now. You know, I had no idea that was her mom. I don't think a lot of people knew. Yeah, I had yeah. no was, idea. You know how YouTube suggests other videos and stuff like that? Like, there was something that I saw during the promotion of The Force Awakens where they talked about her mom and her and, like, talking together or something. That was the only reason I knew that that was her mm -hmm. mother. But there was a lot of really heartwarming photographs of, like, young Carrie Fisher with her mom. Like, we posted one of her watching her backstage and everything. And, I mean, Carrie Fisher is not just known for Star Wars. Like, she was in tons of other films. Mm -hmm. uh, but she voiced, like, video games she and did. cartoons. She did. She did a lot of yeah. work on the side. Uh, she was also an author. She yep. had a couple of books out. Mm. Uh, she was just a general humorist. You know, she was very witty. Yeah. You know, so she's, she's very been, straightforward. She's we would have gotten witty. along or we would have fought. I don't uh, know which one. <laughs> she would have beat you up a lot. She would have. Uh, she would have yeah. beat you up. Uh, you know, I was reading an article this last week that was talking about how Disney is possibly going to receive almost $50 million from an insurance claim that they posted because wow. of Carrie Fisher's Wait, death. Wait, what? what why, do, why does Disney get the money? Well, because Disney owns the, the Princess Leia property. Right. She was in a deal to make three movies. Episode 8 has already been filmed. It's already done. It's already so she's know, in post-production. She's in that one. Because she wasn't able to fulfill the three-movie contract, they filed an insurance claim for her untimely passing. I'm so, just wondering, dude, does... She got paid, right? You know what? I don't know. I don't I don't make these types of deals. <laughs> so I wasn't in the conference room when they made that decision. <laughs> Bobby didn't tell me what happened oh, this Bob, time oh, around. No, oh, no. Okay. Which I understand. It's a sensitive topic. I mean, well, I mean that and, you know, he's been on vacation. And oh, stuff. is that it? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I didn't want to bug him. Yeah, I no. Mean, he's out there not. in the Bahamas playing Pokemon Go. I understand, man. Yeah. So, or Mario. What was it called? The I'm, Mario I'm pretty sure Brother he's playing game? Pokemon Go. There's some rare Pokemon out mm, there. So, understandable. Uh, but it just, like I said, it makes you wonder, or as I was saying, uh, it makes you wonder what they're going to end up doing to put her in the final movie. Uh, are they going to rewrite the entire thing and then exclude her and somehow right. you know, write her out after this? Uh, but, I mean, the precedent's been set. You know, we talked about it with Rogue One. Uh, we know that Disney can bring back characters using CG. Right. Yeah. You know, when, I was fooled. Man, you know, can you and, imagine, though? How much is that possibly going to take to create like a character for an entire story that way? Well, that's why I'm saying that I think uh, they're either going to have to make a decision to spend additional money Which, yeah. to create her in CG, or do you write her out? You know, at the very beginning, and only create certain scenes in CG. And the next film is probably going to be dedicated to her. You know? No, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure it will be. 
Well, I mean, our condolences go out to their family and their friends for uh, for this tragedy. I mean, Carrie Fisher wasn't that old either. No, I know. You know, it's 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 just bad, man. All of last year just had so many untimely like deaths that it it makes you sad to mm-hmm. to hear about some of them. And it's crazy how you you don't really know a lot of these people, but some of them affect you more than others. You know, because you become a fan of what they do and. Uh, you know, you watch them in films, you listen to their music and stuff like that. It, it's crazy, you know, but I guess it's a part of life. Yeah. You know, how, how else can you say that? You know, we'll, we'll move on from there. But uh, so Star Wars, you guys know that the pathway behind Big Thunder is actually open again. You know how they had blocked it out oh, where, yeah, yeah. where the barbecue was? Yeah. They ended up opening it this last week again so that people can cool. walk through Frontierland into Fantasyland to oh, help cool. some of that traffic that was building up in front of the castle. Nice. And they people have been taking photographs and video of the yes. building of Star uh-huh. Wars Land. Yep. And I saw a couple of photographs where... Oh, wait. So it's not blocked is what you're saying? People can actually just... Well, no. People can through? take pictures as they like drive to get into the parking lot. Yeah. Like you get a really good visual of like, oh, the construction network. So okay. people are just kind of taking photographs over mm-hmm. the fences that are set up right now. Got it. Uh, and some people are actually able to uh, snap some photographs of some of the rock work that's being done mm-hmm. and the new path of the train's track. Uh, that's going to be passing right in front of Star Wars land. And so, is that far that far in already? Well, I mean, I guess they're trying to finish the opening segment so that they can take the maybe the fences down, mm-hmm. and then they'll just fence up everything else so that you can't okay. see as much. It's going to be really difficult to build so much of Star Wars land without people knowing what's coming. Right. Because with... With Cars Land, it was a little bit easier because unless you were in one of the neighboring hotels, you couldn't really see inside. If you were kind of where the Blue Sky Cellar is, you could just stand there and you could just shoot right into uh, Cars Land because it it was high enough that you could just see right into it. With Star Wars Land, it's different because from the parking structure, you could see everything that's happening. There aren't a lot of hotels or anything on that side of the park. But, I mean, you stand on the top floor of the of the parking structure, structure. literally see everything mm-hmm. that's happening. So it's going to be difficult for them to hide unless at, there's going to come a point where they're going to start uh, putting something putting on the, the structure. Yep. Like not in the land itself, but at the structure so you can't see through. Yep. That's the only way that I think would be reasonable for them to, you know, not have to do these crazy high skyscraper like fences or something. I'm curious if they even care if people can see how it's looking as it goes. That's a good point. Right? Because it's going to be more about the experience you have, not the visual you see from afar. Well, that and the fact that social media brings so much buzz to what's happening. Right. I could be completely wrong. But the way that I feel is that people are the ones that are advertising this upcoming land for them. They don't have to do much of the work because people are posting it on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Everywhere you go, you see photographs and videos, uh, whether it's Periscope, whether it's Mm -hmm. Instagram Live, whether it's Facebook Live. Everybody's chronicling the opening of Star Wars land. So they don't have to do much. The buzz is being generated on its own. So that's the only reason I think they're okay with it. Right. But I do think there's going to come a point where they are going to block some things because they're going to start bringing stuff in, you know, just to lay it out in front of – like the positioning and stuff like that. But we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of, of cool stuff that, you know, is planned for Star Wars land. 
oh, this is why they want those flying drones so they can hold up drapery around the, the facility. Uh-huh. See? Smart. Yeah. I be, love it. Dude, that would be so awesome. <laughs> if they, they have the drones and they're holding up like a giant screen yes. and they're just playing Star Wars movies all day long. <laughs> it's like, this is it. what's coming. This yes. is what's coming. That'd be so funny. Uh, so, yeah, it's really cool that they opened up that back the the back pathway because it was really crowded in front of the castle it'll be nice to be able to walk in that area again totally miss the barbecue <laughs> it was, you can get it at Riverbell Terrace now <laughs> it's not the it's not same, the same man <laughs> I know. totally not the same <laughs> uh, you know there's a lot of things that we lost as part of the re- the construction of Star Wars land like what uh, some time ago we talked about the little cottage that was part of the Skyway mm-hmm. we ended up losing that. Uh, I'm almost positive. Uh, I haven't seen it yet because I haven't been to the park, but I think the arches that were part of nature's wonderland that were in the entrance, like where the little uh, petting zoo was, where the goats were, Mm -hmm. uh, I think we lost the arches that were part of the nature's wonderland mine train are Hmm. also gone. Uh, I was happy to see that the little fish that are inside of that backwater area are still there. Oh, good. I saw people (laughs) posting that as soon as they were able to walk through there, so that was nice to see. Uh, I know we're going to lose more things because it's just part of the expansion process. But, you know, uh, it's nice to see that some people are taking the time to actually preserve some of that stuff. For instance, one of the things that I'm happiest that they're preserving is back in 2012 when they had done some construction uh, around the rivers of America, uh, they had set up one of the original mine trains that ran through nature's wonderland off of the banks of Tom Sawyer Island. And up through 2010, you could actually see it uh, right off of the Mark Twain if you were riding it uh, or if you were on the canoes. And they had set it up in a way where it looked like boulders had fallen in front of it right before it went into the mine. So it was just stuck there. And over time, it just began to rot. It was becoming a relic on the island. Or on the Black Pearl. Or on the Black Pearl. It's not the Black Pearl. We've talked about this. I just have you ever even learned anything. He just, well, well, he's kind of right. Thank you. <laughs> He's kind of right if if what we're hearing about the new Fantasmic is correct. But don't during humor the day, him. <laughs> don't well, humor I, him. I kind of have to because, like I said, if what we're hearing about the new Fantasmic is true, mm. he's kind of right. Thank you. I don't like to say that, but he's kind of right. Remember when I said uh, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken's Colonel's ship would do uh, slides and drifting i've never heard you call it the colonel's ship <laughs> remember i said i he, it, it, to make this ride more exciting it should drift on the water remember that good time you know what <laughs> half the time you talk i just one ear out the other so maybe i feel like i'm here to do this on purpose now he didn't even say colonel sanders he said kentucky fried chicken's <laughs> colonel's ship <laughs> It's very possible. <laughs> I'm getting a headache. It's, it's very possible. <laughs> He's doing it to upset me. It's very possible. Uh, but yeah, so the train was just kind of sitting there and it was falling apart. And for a long time, there was this deal that was being made uh, with the LA steamers 
that's actually the museum that sits inside of Griffith Park, right next to Carroll. Oh, okay. So if you know, if you've seen all those trains, that's that's what the museum yep. is. Uh, it was actually partially founded by Walt Disney. No, oh, very help preserve. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Since he was such a train guy, yep. he helped found that museum. So why isn't it just going to Walt's barn? Uh, well, I think it's going to be housed right next to Walt's barn. Uh-huh. So a deal was finally made. Uh, they, I mean, it's it's been back and forth with that poor train for so long. First, it was moved onto Disney property away from the Rivers of America when they first right. uh, drained out the river in twenty in twenty ten. Then it just sat in the back lot somewhere. It's sad. Yeah, just mm-hmm. withering away. It's like a Toy Story movie. It's like Almost. if you don't use it, it <laughs> dies. Dude, if this could totally be a movie. So then there was a deal that was going to be made, and uh, it fell through. So at, at that point, it had actually been moved over to the museum for a while. And when the, the museum deal fell through, they moved it back to Disneyland. They just wrapped mm-hmm. it up in plastic to protect it. They gave it back to Disneyland. Right. So the weather wasn't you know, deteriorating it anymore. But finally, a deal was struck. It's going to go to Carrollwood. It's going to be part of the museum. Oh, good. And they're actually going to create like a brand new building for it. Where really? Where it's going to be on display. Yeah. So they're going to – I think they're going to house it in the uh, volunteer building first where they're going to restore it. So they've actually put out a call to find iron workers and woodworkers, carpenters, everybody that can actually help with the restoration of the trains. Uh, and then once it's restored, there's going to be a brand new building that's going to house it uh, forever now, which is really good. I'm I'm glad that they're preserving it. Nature's Wonderland is – I've always talked about it because uh, it's my favorite attraction that I never got to get I, on. I agree, actually. Like, I had never even seen that train because I don't ever go on Tom Sawyer Island. But, <laughs> See, you're the problem. Yeah, I am the problem, actually. <laughs> uh, we were going through some, like, footage of, like, the ride-through and stuff like that. That thing looked Fun. Like I would love to get on that ride. Yeah. See, I think if 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 that movie The Lone Ranger would have been successful, I bet you like this uh Frontierland would have been much bigger with The Lone Ranger. Interesting. You'd have seen like a retheming? Like a retheming. Hmm. Yeah. Well there I mean, there's been a lot of different things. Davy Crockett is obviously the most prominent character that's been a part of Frontierland. Right. Back then there was a lot of westerns. You know, and because of the Western themes, that's where this came from. Like in that area, they had like gun battles. They had like stagecoaches that you could ride. They had mule rides. No like, way. Through, yep. the, through the desert that they had created. It's sounding more and more like Knott's Berry Farm. It was very <laughs> much like Knott's yeah. Berry Farm. But I mean, you know, times change. And uh, if there was a need to change something, what was all for it? Uh, even if he had spent a lot of money getting it the way that it already was. I mean, at one point, Mark Davis had come in. And he had drawn up a bunch of stuff for Walt to look at because they wanted to add a few more gags, change up Frontierland a little bit. And Walt looked at everything and said, I just spent like $50 million. Like, what are you doing to me? $50 million? Uh, Something like that. Because 50000 I think. Whatever it was. But he, I remember he had spent a whole bunch of money yeah, on it. Yeah, it was a lot. And he's like, but I love everything that you proposed to me. Like, it's yeah. so much better than what's there. And, you know, they implemented a lot of the changes. So That's cool. And this is just from what I believe it was, just from his drawings. Just and from his drawings. So, you know what? You're right. It could be funnier. And and that's the thing. Like, 
we we saw a lot of that from Mark Davis, like with the Haunted Mansion. You know, a lot of the gags that Mark Davis came up with were directly translated from his drawings into the mansion. A lot of them obviously weren't because there was so many people involved. But mm-hmm. uh, Mark Davis was just great at what he did. And a lot of the gags that he would produce on a piece of paper would directly translate and be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what everybody strives to be able to do where you can put something on paper and it instantly translates into what it should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So... Uh, I'm happy that the train is getting uh, a home finally. Uh, it'll be nice to see it. I don't know how long the restoration is going to take, but I'm looking forward to it. I yep. love going to Carrollwood. I love that train museum. Uh, it's one of my favorite little gems that's part of Griffith Park. Let's go. I've never been. I know that. Have you never been? I've never really? been. Yeah. Why do I? Didn't you go with us? No, it was just no, us when we, remember, when we saw Bob there, remember? You guys were like, oh, I lost your number or yeah, something. Sorry, you phased out so easily. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that was the day that we ended up going to see Monty, the yes, monorail. Yes, that's right. And <gasps> Bob Gurr was there. And you guys suck. Uh, no, you weren't available that day. Oh, is that the excuse you're coming up with? Yeah. I mean, mm. it sounds plausible. Yeah, sure. Like, just sitting my yeah. couch waiting for your phone call. But well, yeah. if you had plans, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. But, you know, next time, next time we go, we'll hey. forget to call you. I mean, we'll we'll tell you. And then, uh, you know, we'll figure it out then. So this little baby train, if it does become a movie, it should be voiced by that dude. Was this Dallas McDonald? No, dude, he's not a hamburger. <laughs> he's Dal. He's Dal McKinnon, dude. That's what I said. That's not what you said. <laughs> totally not what you said. Mario, I think I agree with you now. I think he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> he looks you, like, how do you even know your own name? <laughs> <laughs> it's written on his underwear. <laughs> you know, it would be great. I know, I've know i seen a couple of videos with Dal McKinnon in yeah. them. He looks like that character from Toy Story, the... The prospector? Prospector. The prospector. Yes. <laughs> the first just time. like him. He, he looks like McGucket from Gravity Falls. But <laughs> oh, yeah. He plays that voice so well, though. Yeah. Yep. It's like, really he good. That he's a lot of other famous voices. Like, you would recognize him. But Gumby, I think. Yeah, Isn't he's, that what yes. he's the mm-hmm. voice of yeah, Gumby. Gumby. But I'm telling you, man, he just he fits. Just the way that he looks fits that prospector mm-hmm. just so perfectly. It would be exquisite with his voice. Give us, give us your own prospector voice, Javier. No doggy, yeah, get on board. Watch your hands. Hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I was freaked out by that. <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> well, you're hired. Good. When we build our own version of Big Thunder Mountain, you're hired. <laughs> no smoking. You'll start a forest fire. <laughs> <Whoa. Perfect. laughs> All right, guys. Uh, now that was exquisite. See, thank you very much. I don't know about exquisite. No, you're just putting a little too much mustard on it. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, before we, we get too far into this Big Thunder Mountain talk, uh, I want to talk about something that's happening as we are recording this episode right now. Uh, and I don't even know if Javier can make this voice happen. What? But Javier, can you give us your own Rod Serling? If I knew who Rod Serling was. From the Twilight Zone. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. Well, the reason I'm bringing it up is because as we are recording this episode, it yeah. is the final day for the Tower of Terror at California. No. The final drop. No. Final drop. Did you guys know that they ended up having a contest on K-Rock to see who was going to be the last people to write it? What? Right before they shut it down. 
Why does K Rock get this privilege to announce this contest? No idea. I didn't That's find weird. This don't out. they don't they want to announce this with a radio stations with listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Should have been on, what is it, Kiss FM with Ryan Seacrest. Get it out to the masses. Uh, So, yeah, so K-Rock actually ended up getting the privilege of of finding out who is going to be the final people to have the last drop on Tower of Terror. It was not me. I just want to let you guys know. I I did not win. I was rooting for you. Me too. Uh, I know. It it was heartbreaking when I found out that I did not win. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, You know uh, what? May the force be with you. Well, I am one with the force. (laughs) Are you? So maybe the force will be with me later today because I want to try to go to California Adventure and try to ride Tower of Terror before it closes. Nice. Now, this is the first day we're allowed to go back, and I wasn't expecting to have today available to go ride Tower. And that's why in the last episode when we talked about it, I was super sad because I didn't get mm-hmm. to go for Christmas. I didn't get to go for Viva Navidad. I didn't get to any of that stuff. I'm going to try to go after we're done recording, and even if I take the photographs that I wanted to of the lobby before they close it down, I would be happy with that. But I am going to try to write it one more time, and hopefully Dude, we get good luck, to man. go. And uh, it'll be nice, man. Uh, you know, the Tower of Terror has been a staple of California Adventure for so long now that it's possibly the most recognized structure in all of California Adventure. I know that a lot of people are still upset over uh, Mission Breakout, you know, happening. Yes, we but are. Mario. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. Mario's never going to let this go. Never. But I think the only thing they got rid of was all the like the luggage and everything that was outside for you to take pictures and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they may have packaged that up already. And I don't think the Silver Lake sisters are going to be there anymore by the time I, I head down there. Can I just say I'm a little sad for you, Javier? Um, I'm a little sad, too, because I know where you're going. We found out that Javier is still blocked out until the 4th. Are you kidding me? Nope. Yeah. Till the 4th. I'm actually glad that we brought it up, and you know now he knows and he checked, because the idea was, <laughs> because he doesn't really go all that often, uh, I was going to say, Javier, let's go get some tacos. And we were <laughs> was gonna that sh- the plan? Just, that was the plan. We were just going <laughs> to start driving. It's like, where are we going? This right. place isn't the taco route. It's like, these are the best tacos you're ever going to have. <laughs> and then just show up to California Adventure. <laughs> and it would have been a little awkward. Just a bit. If we showed up and you couldn't get in. Because <laughs> it just, it would have been like old times. <laughs> oh. I would have been like I a little would've... puppy in the back seat. Like, where are we going, guys? Where are we going? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I would have felt so bad. Dude. So I'm... I'm happy we I'm, talked about it I'm beforehand. I'm happy we talked about it, but I'm still sad because it's we're in the same loop. It's like you have a pass, you still can't go. Can't go. So <sighs> that is not I okay. I don't know what to say at this point. Yeah. Um, have sorry, fun. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Mario doesn't care. He's going to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Although I do have to say, maybe I'm not riding the last day, but I do like that I got to get on the ride one more time before it closed. Rub it in, no? That you. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's what We're, you get for jumping like, on the bandwagon. Like, so like, what? Hold on. Like Hazen for the first time is actually trying to make me feel good. You're a jerk, Mario. <laughs> 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 like I expected that from Hazen, but from you, thanks, man. You didn't get on for your birthday? No. 
Why didn't you guys go on for his birthday? Well, you went to Disneyland. Because we just went to Disneyland. Why didn't you get him a ticket for both parks? What do you mean, get me? You bought your own? He bought his own yeah. ticket, dude. Oh, dude. He bought his I own bought ticket my own and gift. he bought his mom's ticket. Oh, yeah. what a cheapskate. That's your own fault then. <laughs> you couldn't treat yourself to a two-day or a park hopper at least. <laughs> yeah, oh, we didn't get a chance to go that day. Sorry, man. Hey, man, that's I wish, cool. Uh, I wish I could fix that for you. You can. Okay. How? Upgrade my pass. <laughs> okay, that's that's an idea. Just eight hundred dollars more. Let's put a pin in it. Pin in it, uh-huh. and let's revisit it next week. All right, let's do it. Look, okay. instead of tacos, just go get some hot dogs at Costco. I'm sure they have a lovely shelf full of California Adventure annual passes. <laughs> go pick one of those bad boys Dude, up today. It's only two hundred bucks. Only okay. But is it blocked out today? <laughs> it might be. It might be. <laughs> Ooh, because uh, what a slap in the face if you had done that. And well, that isn't, wasn't that the thing that because it was just a Califrozen Adventure Pass that it was going to be available more days than That's the what other I heard. Yeah. blocked out passes? I thought right. it was going to cover more days. Oh, I'm curious to know if it's blocked out now. Mm. Well, if the people that have that pass, Javier, get a chance to go, maybe they can Instagram you some pictures. Sure, I, I will send you that. pictures. I cannot uh, wait. Of, of me there. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I really no, no, wanted no. to surprise you. Don't be sorry, and I man. figured that after that, we can go to the brewery <laughs> and just grab a couple of beers you know on what? the way home. How about you drop me off at the brewery and I'll Got just it. wait for you. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. We could do that. Let's do that. And you'll buy a round. All Whoa. right. Sounds good. Wait a minute. All right, guys. On that happy note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's time to end this episode because I want I think California Adventure, I'm allergic to it or something. <laughs> That's how I felt about Disneyland these, these last two weeks. It's like any time that I thought I could go, I couldn't go. Right. And any time that I couldn't go, I was like, I want to go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, like I said, on that happy note, it's time to wrap up this episode. Yes. Yeah, so you can uh, go have some fun without me. No, buddy. I'll. You know what? I will... I will take video on my phone that you can watch after. You know what? That's actually better. I feel sorry for you to get in on the right because I'm going to get a video. Well, you know what? <laughs> Look, just positive outlook in 2017. Here we go. Just frown in the picture, okay? Just don't be happy about oh, it. When you know what? Javier did write it, though, because I remember getting on with VJ. Nope, that was Hobdog on a Stick. <laughs> It just—it's just a striking resemblance. I, I loved was, it though. You know, it's so sad. I was—I was just like scratching my head. I was like, I did. <laughs> well, I'm gonna try to find that uh, picture. I'm almost positive we posted it on the Instagram account, but I'll try to find it and I'll post it in the blog post for the episode because <laughs> it's me and VJ holding Hobdog, just like pointing at you. And I think you had the angry face during the picture. Oh, good, good. So I'll try to find it and post. That, but. <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else before we wrap up for today? No. That's it from me. All right. Well, uh, before we go, I want to remind you guys that Podcateers is partially supported by listeners like you. We like to call them our fairy godparents. And if you would like to become a fairy godparent of the podcast, you could do so for as little as $1 a month, which, believe it or not, does go a really long way to helping us out and keep the podcast running. Uh, you could do so by heading over to podcateers.com and clicking on the Patreon button or going to patreon.com slash podcateers. Uh, when you go, it'll give you the information. You can sign up, give us $10,000, and it'll be great because at that point, we'll be set for the rest of the year. And some of us, <laughs> it's going to last us a year? 10000 Yeah. I feel like we spend that on tacos one Friday. 
Uh, it might. So, yeah, if you guys want more information, just head over to patreon.com slash podcateers. You'll see all of the information there. And to all of our fairy godparents, we truly appreciate the added support. Uh, another great way to support the podcast is by going and shopping using our Amazon link. Amazon. If you shop on Amazon, Amazon. make sure to go to podcateers.com slash Amazon, Amazon first and click on the big Amazon button. Big Amazon. Before <laughs> <laughs> your next purchase. <laughs> Doing that is actually going to take you over to their site using our special link. And anything that you purchase will kick us down with a small commission as a thank you from Amazon, Amazon. for using that link. And to everyone that's already using it, we just want to say thank you once again for your added support. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up. It's time to get some coffee and head down to the park. Stop, man. Sorry, buddy. I tried, man. I really, truly tried. I didn't know you were blocked <laughs> out today. I'm sorry. Nor did I. It's okay. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap it up. So, until next week, happy 2017. Here is to Beers, Cheers, and Mickey Ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Peace out. And a fantastic year. Thanks for listening to Pocketeers and go to Patreon to upgrade Javier's annual pass. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> <laughs>